Yo, what's up? This is AKA, and you are now tuned into the Kingship Podcast with Ruby B. Keep a lock right there. Hello? Hello. Hi. Hey, what's up? Hey, I'm good. I'm so sorry that I'm placing this call late. We just had like a little technical problem, but here we are. That means I've only got about, uh, it's going to be a shorter interview. Um, how many minutes are you giving me? How many you got? How much are we supposed to do? Uh, we're supposed to do half an hour. I can give you about 15 minutes. Okay, okay. That's cool. That's cool. All right. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am great. This is actually, um, I think, the third time we're having a conversation. The last time we had a convo was backstage of Blankets and Wine. When you came here, I think, in 2017. Yes, 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 yes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I remember I remember the first thing I said to you was, um, yo, when you came in with Homeboys Radio, I was just an intern um, I didn't have, I, I, yeah, I didn't have my shit together then. But you know, over time, I have, I have gotten my shit together. And I think you said to me that uh, you, you have, know you're doing your thing. Yeah, I'm doing my thing now. You know, and you said to me that you, you got your shit together as well. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well, it's been like that for a while. But exactly. <laughs> exactly. So what I want to ask, you know, as we start getting into this interview first. How is it that you manage to stay on top of your game year in, year out? We only see growth, you know, as years progress from the AKA brand. How do you do it? Uh, for me, the most important thing is really having passion for what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 uh, I'm a person that is, is motivated and inspired by just by music, man. Um, the, 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 the gift of music that, you know, when you make a track, it comes from nowhere. It comes from nothing, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just the idea that you can make something from nothing is, is magic, you know? Music comes from your mind and it just, it, it turns into something that people love and that people attach themselves to and whether it's like good times or bad times, that's the power of music. And for me, I've never lost that love and that love is, is kind of what has kept me where I am so you know after all these years of you know being in the game and staying consistent seeing artists come in and go what would you say when you first got into the game what was your what what did you want your legacy or your legacy to be what did you want the AKA brand to speak uh, when I started, it was really about basics. You know, I just wanted to get my voice out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, at the time, I felt like I had something to offer the world. Mm-hmm. I had something to offer people in terms of music and to tell my story and to tell, you know, the story of people who grew up like me, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and for, for my city, for my country, for the continent and, and to the world. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had something to offer. Um, so for me, it was just about getting my voice out. But as time went on, it became more about about me being a leader, mm-hmm. me being a, a kind of somebody who goes against the grain and thinks differently and thinks independently. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's more than anything what it's about for me now is, is just being something, being a breath of fresh air, being different and, and, and being original. Um, mm. Being original has been the most important thing for me of all, you know, of all, because the thing that I, I hate hearing is like, you know, African artists, um, you know, not sounding like where they come from or what they represent. Mm-hmm. And I've always fought that battle, you know. Yeah, you've been very vocal about it as well. I mean, um, mm. always standing up for your own, you know. 
I remember like back in the day you saying that you wasn't you wasn't going to open up for any international act, you know, in your own country mm-hmm. because you are bigger than these acts are in in your country. Yeah. Are, are you still in the same place right now? Well, I think that I'm an international artist. Yeah. So, I don't even make the distinction anymore between okay. anybody from another country and myself. Mm-hmm. I have gone all over the world. I've performed all over the world. Mm-hmm. You know, I might not be as big or as popular as some artists, but mm-hmm. that doesn't take away from the fact that I myself am an international artist who has performed all around the world. Yeah. So, you know, for me it it it, it depends. Okay. What I what I'm about is is just making sure that artists in my own country when those, you know, events happen, we we are treated with the respect that we deserve. Mhm. I get that. What has been the most challenging um experience of your career so far because like we said it's been a long time coming you've you've gotten a couple wins you've taken a couple L's you know you've gotten experiences that maybe you weren't able or aware of handling when you're first getting into the game but what would you say over time has been the most challenging thing so far The most challenging thing about this this job is this the same as it's ever been it's just being a public persona I don't enjoy I, I don't enjoy taking photos with people mm. I really don't I don't enjoy people staring at me I don't enjoy I just don't enjoy it in in a in a in a, in a public setting you know I'm very much like I want to get on stage mm. you know do what people paid for me to to see me do mm. and uh and and get into studio and make my music and I'm very simple in in, in those terms mm. but I do understand that it comes with territory you know mm. um and I can't complain about it because you know that is what makes me you know a success. Yeah. So for me it's it's always been about having to be this public person. I don't really enjoy it and I don't think I ever will enjoy it. Why what what do you hate? What do you hate about, you know, taking pictures with people? Are you someone who's very cautious of your personal space or what is it? Uh, you know, it depends on the mood I'm in. You uh-huh. know, there's times and and you know when I do uh, uh, signings or when I do, you know, from for, for the people who, who buy my music, mm-hmm. I have all of the at the time in the world for them mm-hmm. but for me it's more about I can tell when people are just trying to take a picture or have a conversation with me just cuz I'm standing there or mm-hmm. I'm I'm there mm-hmm. uh, I can tell who are the real fans and who are just like you know in this age of Instagram and age of Twitter and stuff you know people do things like that's currency for them you know yeah. you might be you might not even be a fan and and and, and you know so also it comes down to you know timing like an approach mm-hmm. you know i i feel like a lot of people think i belong to them but i don't so i belong to myself i guess like you like you said it comes with the territory that you know if you let people in to a certain extent they would expect that you share yourself i guess with them yeah i guess so Yeah. Okay. Now let's let's talk a little business. You know, before we proceed with this conversation, um, too much. Yeah. So you recently yeah. um, talk to me about actually AKA TV. Mm-hmm. AKA TV is a uh, platform that I uh, put together. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, in 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 these times, in these COVID nineteen times, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what the rules are necessarily in your in, in Kenya, but. For us, um, we can't. You know, there's no public performances, and it might not be for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to put together a uh, a place where people could interact with me, my fans could interact with me, mm-hmm. and interact with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in a, in a space, you know, that is kind of bound together by, you know, a love for my music and, and wanting to know what's going on in my life and what's going on in my career. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, different TV shows that I have on AKA TV. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got four shows now, mm-hmm. uh, all running, people paying a subscri- subscri- subscription every month. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, man, and, and, and I get to perform, uh, you know, my songs on there. I curate live performances for my fans, um, mm-hmm. interviews with, uh, with other people. Mm-hmm. And that's basically my way of, 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 you know, reacting to this whole, you know, situation. Because, mm-hmm. you know, with all due respect to YouTube, if you put content on YouTube, that content belongs to YouTube. It doesn't belong to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, all you're doing is like making like Mark Zuckerberg or whoever, like more money. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, I, I, I am about ownership and I want, if, I, if I'm going to put my content up, it's going to be on a platform that I own. So I had to go and build my own platform and my own channel so that mm-hmm. I could, you know, be, you know, get my message out the way I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. And it's launched very well. It's very successful right now. And we just keep growing with subscribers every day. That's dope. And I noticed that you have the, you have megabytes on there and you also have the Bry show on there. Are you a big chef? Uh-huh. Can you actually throw it down yeah. in the kitchen? Yeah. Uh, I think over this, this lockdown period, and you know, a lot of people have started uh, new hobbies and tried to get into things that they kind of had an interest in, but, you know, never really fully got into. Yeah. And cooking is definitely one of those things that I've really gotten into over the last... Um, over the last month or two you know okay, I really okay. enjoy it I find it quite therapeutic because mm-hmm. um, it, it's an art as well you yeah. know like I you know make uh, like I make music you know and putting it together and making sure all the ingredients are right mm-hmm. it's kind of the same concept truly I mean that's what people say you know I'm cooking in the studio you yes, know people exactly. from the studio are cooking mm-hmm. so it makes sense you know it's like the same thing okay and I, I also checked out like you recently had a minister on there. Is that going to be the direction of the show? Are you just going to be, you know, talking to government people, politicians, you know, government officials? And no, I'm talking uh-huh. to everybody, man. Okay. I'm talking to sports people. I'm talking to my, but look, mostly the people who are going to be on the show are people that I actually have personal relationships with. Okay. So the reason being is that I can ask them questions that uh-huh. other people wouldn't be able to ask them. Okay. Because I have a special relationship with them. Uh-huh. I know them. And I am able to kind of get different things out of them than the conventional person would be able to get out of them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be an array of different types of people. And, uh, you know, we, we're going to continue and you guys are going to love it. Okay, dope. Looking forward to it. Most definitely looking mm-hmm. forward to, you know, aka adding that chef feather to your hat. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, so talk to me about Cruise Vodka and your deal with them. Oh man, uh, it's been the most successful kind of, um, it's just been so successful, man. Um, uh, I started my own vodka a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. I started this vodka deal with them a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we started out with, with, with me just being a brand ambassador um, for the vodka. And, uh, you know, that went well. And then I think two years ago, I started my own flavor, watermelon, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that in South Africa is kind of like the premiere. Like, you know, people will buy it in like ones and twos and threes. Mm-hmm. Girls love it. It's a safe product, you know. It's got my name on it. I've got equity in it. And yeah. it's just been such a blessing for me. And the team that I work with is such a huge company. But I run you know pretty much you know my team it, it kind of works with them mm-hmm. uh, to kind of direct them into how we want things done so we shoot our own content we you know have a, a, we check up we, we give strategies and 
it's amazing, man. We've also got a new flavor coming out uh-huh. this year. Uh-huh. Um, I can't tell you guys what flavor it is. Oh, come on. Um, I thought I was getting a loot juice. No. Okay, okay. It's cool. No, no, no. You can't get it. <laughs> okay, we're going to uh, wait. And uh-huh. that's going to that's gonna, that's gonna blow shit up even bigger. So I'm, okay. I'm really excited about that. That's okay. Possibility, yeah. Dope. When do we get a taste of this watermelon flavor in Kenya or in East Africa or anywhere man, else outside they say? It's down to, it's, it's really down to distribution, man. Like the company that, that we work with, uh, the cell is based in, in, in Cape Town, South Africa. And it's really down to them when they kind of ship it off to the other region. So mm-hmm. maybe, uh, we can get, maybe we can get, uh, you know, a partnership with a couple of people in, uh, in, in, in Kenya, in Nairobi yeah. to like stock it in their stores or whatever. I mean, you guys can order it, you know, yeah, if you want. For sure, for sure. I'd love to yeah. taste that. Yeah. If you, if you guys want it bad enough, you can, you can buy it. Okay. Okay. Dope. All right. Yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna do something with that. And you know, if you do get into Kenya, make me your brand ambassador. Okay. All right. Nice one. <laughs> I had to slide in a little bit. All right. Talk to me about your deal with Reebok. Oh, I'm not with Reebok anymore. Uh huh. What happened? Because I saw someone asking you on Twitter, like, really, fam, this pair is really 20 G's, and you were like, yeah, the first and last pair to exist of them. Did something? Yeah, wrong? I Can just got to on? a point. Uh huh. Yeah, I just got to a point where you know I wanted uh, royalties on my on my sneakers, and they mm-hmm. didn't want, they, you know, they didn't give it to me. Okay. So I thought that was that was you know kind of you know kind of like what Kanye West went through with Nike, you know. Yeah. You know, if Kanye West didn't leave Nike, he wouldn't be the billionaire he is today with Adidas you know true, true. Mm, so I think I think that you have to follow your heart and you have to treat, tell people you know we, we had a great relationship both of, you know I built Reebok up you know in South Africa and in, in Africa to a point where you know it was back again it was relevant again and mm. you know for me I just didn't like the the, 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 the the outcome of what I had put in the energy that I put in I didn't get out look I managed to you know release my own sneaker mm-hmm. and it was a dream come true but um, you know when I pushed them a bit harder they didn't seem to want to uh, didn't seem to want to, to, to give me what I needed so okay. I left okay okay I got you I got you but it's cool I mean you're always doing like business deals you're always expanding and, and growing yourself when did it click for you yeah. that you need to evolve from just being an artist into being aka the brand the businessman the mogul you know the man the myth the legend oh man it, 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 money <laughs> I needed more money okay it's that simple you know yeah um, just owning just owning and and me creatively mm-hmm. you know business is also a creative art you know yeah. especially the, the products that I make mm-hmm. you gotta be creative and and, and I enjoy new challenges. I enjoy like thinking to myself, all right, cool. So um, I want to sell this product. I want to get it to people. I want people to fall in love with it. And that in itself is a creative process. So mm-hmm. more than just the money, I enjoy the, the idea of taking a product, conceptualizing it, coming up with it, and um, and then getting people to, to buy it and, mm-hmm. and attaching a story and getting people emotionally involved in products. Like like BMW, for instance, is like it's a product, but yeah. people have an emotional connection to it. Yeah. Um, uh, Apple people have emotional connections to their to, to these brands. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rolex, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I enjoy creating emotional attachments for people to to my product. Ah, dope, dope. All right, and speaking of these um, emotional attachments or this emotional attachment, you recently released three tracks back to back at triple drop. There was Energy, uh, Monuments, and X, 
right? Cross my heart. Cross my heart. Yeah. Yeah. What was what what inspired that move to release three tracks at the same time on the same day? Yeah. Well, I think that um, I didn't want to release one track because firstly it had been a while since I'd released some some new music. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, and also I wanted to show diversity more than just one. You know, you can't tell you can tell a story of one song, but I wanted to give people kind of an excitement. To a full, uh, um, to like a full, a full, a full scope of, of so like, Cosmod okay. is the more pop radio type of joint. Mm-hmm. Monuments is like the harder hip hop type of joint. Yeah, and energy is like somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to like give them the full spectrum, and also get people excited for for, for my album, which I will probably, uh, which I'll probably drop this year, um, ah. later in the year. Yeah, I was actually going to ask, so is that project in the works? Cool for you. Okay. Are these three tracks going to be on the album or this is just separate yeah, from that? Definitely. No, oh. these three tracks will definitely be. Oh. They're too good not to be. Yeah, yeah, man. I, lo- I love I love that music, man. So I've seen also that you've been on a roll shooting the videos. Are you planning to do videos for the three songs as well? I've already shot all three of the videos. Oh, word. You don't sleep, huh? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Get this money, man. Get all this money. All three videos already. Yes. In, in, in fact, I, I gotta. Um, I'm, I'm busy editing the videos as we speak. So wait, you edit your you know, own you videos? No, nah, I sit. I sit with the people who like. Okay, I, okay, okay. When it when it comes to music, mm-hmm. business, everything, I'm always hands on. Like I always believe, like nobody's gonna be able to get this vision out the way I need it to be. Uh. So if I if I want things to turn out the way I want them to turn out, mm. I have to be right there. True story. All right. Now you've talked to me about you know being the artist or being the person who's against the being a leader um, in your community as well and I know that you're yeah. one person who's like super vocal online yes you speak your mind you've yeah. been trolled you've been bullied but I think um, the other day I, I don't know if it was last month but a couple of weeks ago I saw you coming out to apologize and actually being like I don't know what you've done exactly because I'm hardly ever on Twitter But you came out And you were like Listen I understand that my statements Were wrong And I do apologize for it How important is it For a man in your position With 4.5 million followers On Twitter To come out and say Listen fam I'm, I'm sorry I said that I was wrong for it And uh, that's not gonna happen again I think it's just as important As, as, as saying what you want to say I mean At the end of the day I have 4.5 million followers But my strengths and and my weakness has always been like I'm tweeting like I have ten followers, mm. and, and 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 that 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 is why I am where I am. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think the reason I'm so followed right now. I mean, 4.5 million followers is a shitload of followers. Yeah, and I think I think the reason being is because people know that I'm I'm going to be unfiltered, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say what I feel. But when you make a mistake, um, I'm you, you just you. gotta man up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, I get. There's you. nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's 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 being that's what being a man is about. True story. That's we're we're all human. I mean, we fall off from time to time. But you know, some people when they fall off, it's like, I right, cool shit. That's the past. They're not gonna notice whether I did something wrong or not. So I I thought it was. Yeah, like, well, that's because that's because nobody's paying attention to that. So oh. they don't. <laughs> it's it's easy for it's easy for somebody to make a. It's easy for somebody who isn't followed mm. or who isn't it doesn't have a spotlight shining on them to make mistakes because nobody cares about the mistakes that they make true yeah. do do some of these trolls ever get to you yeah um so how do you how do you deal how do you step back and just tell yourself that you know what 
because um, I saw someone saying that you're South Africa's most bullied artist. Do you do you agree with that? No, I don't feel bullied. Bullied is the wrong word. Bullied. If you feel bullied, it means that you feel people are like all over you. I've never felt bullied in my life. Uh-huh. I feel. You know what? To tell you the truth, like the way I handle it mm-hmm. is, I go and actually go on like that because like what normally makes me feel better when people tell me like mean stuff mm-hmm. is for me to go look at their like actual avatar mm-hmm. and th- then I understand why they say the things why they're salty <laughs> yeah I mean no for real that's really what I do okay if you say something that, that's really hurtful mm-hmm. then I'll go look at, at like you and your profile then I'll say oh now I understand why this person is hurtful okay. because they're miserable I get it I get it yeah. have you ever been in trouble with management over something you said on social or something you mm, did I used to have management I don't have management anymore okay. I'm my own manager now. Oh, I haven't had management for about two years now oh um, why yeah, why is I've that my, why, I, I have, do you not think a manager is managers, important managers, uh-huh. managers are important for when you're starting out I don't okay. think managers are important for when you're established I think you can manage your own business when once you're established. Take me through that because I would think that when you're established, you have like a lot more meetings to attend to, a lot more people, a lot more calls. You yeah, know. Well, then you do, well, why, why can't you do it yourself then? Then do it yourself. Okay. That's the thing. Like that's how that's how artists end up in, in bad situations because they allow other people to to run their lives. Mm. Don't allow somebody else to run their life. You run your life. That's what part of growing up is about. So you handle it. At mm. the start, you might have needed somebody because you didn't know your way around. But now that you do, mm. so why why do you still have somebody else handling it? Mm. Interesting. Not I've to never say that I don't have a team. Okay. Not to say that I don't have a team of people who, who, who deal with certain things. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I don't have any... Especially when it comes to money, man. You must handle your own money. Don't mm-hmm. ever let ever ever let somebody else handle your money. Okay. How can you be? How can you be my age at like thirty, thirty-two, mm-hmm. and still have somebody uh, uh, managing your money uh, uh, away, f- uh, like away from you? It doesn't make sense. That's not what I mean. How can you be a man? That's not a man. Okay. That's still that's still a kid. Mm, got you. That's very interesting because. I, I I thought of it on the flip side, like you know, when you're starting out, maybe you don't have anybody to do these things for you, um, and then when you get older, you do have people to do things for you. So you take when when someone wants to book a show with AKA, they yeah. call you directly. No, hell no, they oh, don't okay. call me. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> hell no, no. I've got a I've got an agent who, okay. who handles all my booking. Oh, dope. You see, a manager, a manager in the, in the common sense of the word is somebody who like oversees every aspect of your career, yeah. your finances, your life, your everything. Mm-hmm. And artists get too reliant on management. And before you know it, managers start stealing their money. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, true. Like, oh, my manager will take care of it. Oh, my manager will take care of it. Yes, he'll yeah. handle that. Like all the tough conversations, he's going to do that. Okay, I see that. I see that happening. Yeah. That's interesting. That's a very interesting take. Um, let's go back to this social media, yeah? Because, you know, Father's Day was just the other day and I saw, like, some something, again, trending online. This time it was you and your little girl. And, um, yo, shit, shit just went crazy. Shit just went ugly. And, like, a bunch of people were against it and a bunch of people were for it. 
So yeah, I, I don't think I, I don't think uh, I, I don't think they, they even worth talking about. Okay, okay, it's cool. Just some sick people. It's okay. just more than anything. It's just some sick people. Yeah. Okay, all right. Let's move past that. Let's move past that then. Do you think um, Cairo has like an entertainer's spirit like her folks? Do you see some of it? Definitely, <laughs> definitely. She's definitely going to end up in this industry one way or another. Yeah. But if she doesn't, I'll be happy with that as well. So for me, I just want to give her all the opportunities to for her to do what she wants mm. uh, to do when she gets old. You know? Okay. Is she is she a daddy's or a mommy's girl? Uh, both. But you know, when you with you know, daughters always um they always they always take care of their dads, man. You know. So Wait. So so this she, is you. This is you trying to be politically correct. Like you don't want to say she's a daddy's girl. No, like, I'm not gonna. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put myself out there and say one or the other. Nah. All right, it's cool. It's cool. What has been your highlight of being a dad so far? Um, the highlight of me being a dad has definitely been, uh, man, just the focus that it's given me. Understanding that you know there's there's somebody else in this in this life who depends on me. Mm-hmm. So that means I need to just. You know, be about my business, stay on top of things, and stay responsible, and 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 just just be the best person I can be mm-hmm. for somebody else. Yeah. So being selfless in every form, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So still speaking of this, you know, online altercations. I mean, I've seen you fall. Yeah, but I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, the I gotta, last I gotta one. roll. Now. Yeah, the last one mm-hmm. before you go. So a couple of years ago, in 2017, 2018, I think, or 2019, there was a fallout with Burner Boy over xenophobia. Have you guys had a conversation about that? Yeah, we had a brief conversation at the time. I don't think it went anywhere. Okay, so um, you guys are not more cool. Than anything, no, I wouldn't say we cool. Okay, um, but I think I think the most important thing to remember is like as 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 Africans, yes, it is right. You know, for us to, to unite and to understand that we are all Africans, that we are all in this together. Mm-hmm. But I, I I don't think that there's anything wrong with wanting to be patriotic for your own country, mm-hmm. um, especially 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 when it comes to this this uh, this era of misinformation. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I think in that case, do you know that that no there were no Nigerians killed in South Africa? During this xenophobic attack, oh, do you know that? Yeah, go on the internet. Go on the internet. Google how mm-hmm. many Nigerians were killed in South Africa in xenophobic attack. Mm-hmm. Not one. Not to say that there wasn't, you know, shops that were polluted or, you know, there wasn't violence or whatever. Yeah. But the way that the, that the Nigerian celebrities came out, it was like they were being slaughtered. It was like some sort of genocide or something, mm-hmm. and that wasn't the case. So mm-hmm. for me, I just felt it important to rectify it with the guys. This is not what's happening. Okay. And, you know, people kind of took that as, you know, an outcry. But I don't care about that stuff. I know who I am. Okay. You know, I know that I've made so much music with so many African artists. For me, you know, it's really it's really just part of my story. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Final question. This is what I got to ask. Um, I don't know if it was supposed to be happening or it was a rumor or something. Was there supposed to be a fight between Casper and AKA? Yeah, well, that, that's still going to happen this year. Hopefully. Wait, what? Yo, are you going to catch hands for real? This is happening. Yeah, it is happening. Are you training? <laughs> yeah, I just finished training an hour ago. Okay. And I'm training later tonight. I train, I train twice a day now, in the morning and in the evening. Oh, nice. Listen, if this is really going down, I- I'm pretty sure the world is watching. I think this is going to be an interesting way to like... You know, I don't know, sort beef. Like, what? What actually? <laughs> yeah. How did this come? How? Who came up with a boxing match idea? 
I think we got approached by a company to do it, and then it kind of went from there. Okay. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be, it's gonna be big for the culture. Yo, this is gonna be hella interesting. Can you fight, fam? Can you actually fight? You guys will have to see, <laughs> won't you? I guess we will wait for that. Thank you so much for your time, fam. Like, I really appreciate this conversation. No problem. Uh, no before, problem. before Thank I you get very you. Much and- yeah. Huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to say thank you to you guys for 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 playing the music and for supporting. Of course, of course. Thank you so much, fam. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Did you? It was dope. Thank you very much. All right, thank you. You have yourself a great day. You too. God bless you. All right, you too. Looking forward to the album and call me back when that comes out. All right, no doubt. <laughs> All I got right, you. cool. All right, thank you. Peace, bye. What's up fam? Thank you so much for checking out episode 9 of the Clocking Series on the Kingship Podcast. If you enjoyed this conversation with AKA, if you learned something new, if you disagree with some of his sentiments, you can always share and tag me on social at JustRubyV. Go ahead because I would love to hear from you and feature you on the next episode of the podcast. So go ahead, share this episode and share any other episodes that you find interesting on this right here podcast.